0: And you're listening to our bonus episode. Real people were looking for you in the Bay Area while we were in the Bay Area.
1: When you said looking for me, what does that mean?
0: (laughs) There were multiple warrants out for your arrest. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was, uh, we had less. I did uh,
1: visit the Bay Area back in 2011, and I may have uh, done some public urination.
0: Oh, you think that the statute of limitation of that is still valid?
1: It should be. It was vile.
0: (laughs) Only for your urine. Yes. Maybe you and Sonia have a lot more in common than you thought
1: we are meant to be
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so we were in california last week and all of the patrons on the page not all of them <laughs> it was like <laughs> five people but not just that because you were i had posted our new jersey recap to the main feed there are people yeah. out there who are willing to leave their partners for you
1: oh so, yeah. well uh i am in sight unseen okay
0: I haven't seen. <laughs> did you watch um, Anyone Is Blind?
1: uh no, I did not. I, I'm not. I'm not going to be watching that. Okay. You know who told me to watch that? Who? The X.
0: Oh, has she been texting you?
1: Yeah, what? she was like, "You have to watch it." i and I I felt like even though it wasn't capitalized, I felt like the "you" was emphasized as if I need to watch it for some reason. Um, and I said, "Fuck that."
0: Yeah, I actually spent all day yesterday watching season two.
1: I was following your Instagram feed.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's something. It's Arthi hates it because it's like, obviously, just, you know, like, it's a lot for people who actually have been harassed about arranged marriages their whole life to then watch a show where people are like happily going into arranged marriages for clout
1: well so is it like white people is it desi people well there are some insane? desi
0: people but it's primarily white people like it's primarily americans not just white people but just like westerners
1: and do they do they actually get married how does it work
0: some people did get married yes
1: because i used to watch this show called uh love at first sight <laughs> yeah again not by choice <laughs> I, I had to watch it yeah um and it was like that And all of those couples ended disastrously.
0: Right. So this one is that you spend a bunch of time in a house, I think like 10 days in a house. And every day you go into a pod and you talk to people behind a wall. And you don't get to ask each other anything like, fit. well some people do there's a guy they, obviously the Desi guy one of his things is hey I like going to music festivals and one of my favorite things is putting girls on my shoulder do you think I could put you on my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> little piece of shit <laughs> real you have to watch it just to see how big a piece of shit this guy is me will be shake but he goes by shake which like already I'm like oh, oh Ill. I know oh no I know so anyway. I, um
1: I do not have to watch it. Okay, I, don't think I
0: do. <laughs> you don't have to. You have enough Bravo to watch.
1: That's true. Yeah. It's already too much.
0: It's already too much. Just one episode a week is too much for you.
1: Ugh. <laughs> um, but back to these ladies.
0: <laughs> oh, the ladies that want to meet you sight unseen. Have you?
1: You know, one thing I realized again from this past weekend, and mm-hmm. as you witness. Yeah. I enjoy nothing more than talking to strangers.
0: You love for hours it. and hours. Oh my God. Okay, so Raheel and I traveled to California for a wedding. And this fucking guy, I don't know how you're my sibling, because he <laughs> loves talking to strangers. Like you lo- you will you're I'm like, you don't need to do this. You don't need to So we had a really disastrous flight out. We had to end up taking an Uber from Newark to JFK. So we had this like hour long Uber ride and you got to know so much about our Uber driver.
1: (laughs) He was (laughs) a lovely gentleman. He had 10 kids. Why would you not want to know that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but like we would have been perfectly fine going an hour not talking to him, but you did. And then you were on the flight to California. You were between a married couple. They prefer yes. to sit aisle and window, so you sat in the middle seat with them, yes. and you got to know so much about them. And then on the way back, there was a woman sitting next to you, and you got to know so much about her. And I was like, I, "Why won't real shut the fuck up?" <laughs> it
1: was it was such a nice time talking to both of those ladies and the gentleman <laughs> and the Uber driver. Did I tell you? I told you about the lady that I met as, outside my hotel, right?
0: I don't no, no, you didn't. I didn't tell you. <laughs> was she a prostitute?
1: How dare you? <laughs> he was a mother of five, no. a grandmother of a grandmother of four. Mm-hmm. She was a lovely Latina lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sitting on the curb at like eight thirty in the morning. As you know, I like, I have some morning activities that I like to do. Yeah, rahil
0: has got, you won't understand this, Rahil, but Rahil has a Carl Radke morning routine where he wakes up in the morning and he enjoys a jaunt. He likes to walk outside.
1: And I like to have a cup of coffee.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So I was just sitting on the curb. Actually, I met her husband first, but that was like a brief, I didn't know it was her husband. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, this lady came up to me and she asked me where the Starbucks was because I was holding a Starbucks cup, Mm -hmm. right? And then we just started talking. And I got to know so much about her. She's Mexican American. Uh-huh. She's a little bit. T- she was a little bit nervous. She, well, she, in, initially, she was a little bit embarrassed about her accent because she moved here when she was sixteen. <laughs> oh but then we talked it out, and she was like, <laughs> "You know, I enjoy it now. It's a form of my identity. I'm proud of it." I'm like, "Yes, you should be proud of it." And we talked about her kids. They're a military family. What's her name? We- this is the best part. No names ever. <laughs> ever. It's like the po- exact polar opposite of having like um, anonymous sex. Only it's like an emotional.
0: <laughs> no names. No, no physical names. contact, but an no- emotional connection. Really, you would do One- great on Love is Blind.
1: <laughs> 100%. This lady, I swear to God, we talked for 16 minutes. I was on the curb the whole time. We hugged goodbye. I never (laughs) got her name.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. This is a great time. No no wonder your ex still texts you.
1: That's right. You know, it turns out I have uh, women uh, that are kind of older than me. Uh That's kind of right in my wheelhouse. I'd say any woman who's like, any woman who I did not go to high school with, so anyone like over three years older than me, right? Okay,
0: so we're talking about 41 plus.
1: Uh, yes. A- yeah. Anyone born before 1980. Okay. Right in my wheelhouse. Now when you say your
0: wheelhouse, them. yeah, you you don't mean emo- like romantically. You just mean like you oh, no, just no, no. want to oh, hang no, out no. with them.
1: Just hang out, just talk. As long as I don't have to, like, as long as I don't feel like I need to impress you with anything, have a great time.
0: Oh, wow. Any woman
1: that I feel like I need to impress, scared shitless of.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Wow. Which is why and I'm you- single. Yeah, okay. Would you um, would you strike a conversation up with any of the women from Beverly Hills?
1: No, they're too fake. They're insane.
0: Oh, interesting. So we're going to talk about Rehazos of Beverly Hills today, the Amsterdam episode. I forgot what episode and season it is, but... Um, I
1: think it's like 16 or something. Yeah, Epis- episode uh, 16
0: season five. of season five. And the cast is Kim Richards, Kyle Richards, Lisa Vanderpump, Lisa Rinna, Eileen Davidson, Yolanda Foster, and Brandy Glendale. Mm-hmm. Now, you watched the season when it was live, yes?
1: Uh, I remember it. Like, I remember all of these brads. <laughs> well,
0: I think you lost all of your. Uh, your fans, <laughs> all of my... All of oh, my. Oh, no. Or maybe you gained some. I don't know.
1: Exactly. You know, some of the ladies, some of the older ladies enjoy talk like that.
0: Hey, Raheel, the gummy you gave me is very potent because I'm already (laughs) feeling something. My brother gave me a gummy and I micro-dosed just before we started recording.
1: I uh, fully dosed.
0: Okay. (laughs) You (laughs) macro-dosed. Yes. Okay, great. So that's interesting. Anyway, uh, what were you just saying? (laughs)
1: Uh, these broads on Beverly Hills. Oh,
0: yes, correct. Yeah. So the previously for this episode was that the big topic of conversation has been Kim Richards' sobriety. And everybody's been talking about it, particularly being led by Lisa Rinna. Um, Mm -hmm. Kim, on the way to the Netherlands, Kim Richards has words with Lisa Rinna and she tells her, hey, like, you need to drop it and stop talking about me. I've had enough. I don't want to talk about this anymore. The ladies arrive in Amsterdam, and i you have to admit, this is the most fancy, glamorous cast.
1: Yes. So this this is what I think of, like, aesthetically when I think of a housewife.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: All of these Like ladies. a real housewife. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're pretty fancy. I don't love it. You don't?
1: No, well, it's too much.
0: You want a little bit more trash.
1: Yeah. Well, not just trash. I want someone who's a little bit normal. None of these people are normal to Mm. me they're all insane
0: (laughs) so at this point they're all gathering uh they're about to go out to dinner and lisa renna is telling eileen and lisa vanderpump about kim coming for her on the jet on the way to the netherlands and you know just being super aggressive with her about talking about her and everyone's like she's an addict and this is addict behavior and i the only reason we put up with it is because she's obviously sick And it's very, it's a very strange conversation. Mm -hmm. They go to dinner and first there's some conversation about a red light district. And I only want to talk about it because Lisa Vanderpump says, don't need a dick in your mouth to put food in your children's mouth.
1: Oh, how did I miss that? She actually said that?
0: Yeah. She says, you don't need a dick in your mouth to put food in their mouth.
1: (laughs) You know, um, everything about this episode, I was wondering how different it would be. When when did this uh, episode come out? Like 2012? I'm going to say,
0: yeah, I'm going to say 2013.
1: I think all of this shit is very, very problematic.
0: So I watched this episode when it was live. And my feelings Mm -hmm. when I watched it the first time was very anti Kim Richards. My feelings watching it was very pro -pro Lisa Rinna, very Mm -hmm. pro Kyle and watching it this time around i'm like these people are fucking monsters to kim they're horrible to kim
1: but we so you know there's obviously two teams in this right yes there's like the kim and brandy
0: yeah that's team. the one team which is kind of sad yeah. yeah
1: and then everybody else against them right yeah i don't know the full context i don't remember i i from what i recall brandy's a troublemaker yeah and kim has issues sobriety issues or whatever yeah, yeah. But just based off of this one episode, I am so totally team Brandy and Kim. Yes. The other people are fucking monsters.
0: They're monsters. And it's insane that I watched this when it was on TV. And I remember thinking to myself, Brandy is horrible. And Rinna and Eileen are like good people. And they're like so concerned about Kim. Kyle is trying to be a good sister. Like now I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, they're all absolute monsters. But... The conversation at this dinner, real for you to know, is considered in the Bravo Housewives world like art. It is considered like Shakespearean, <laughs> like it's a, it's a scene out of Shakespeare. It's incredible. It is like a – because it really does hone in on the fact that these are women on a show, on a reality TV show, that are actually actresses in real life. Many of them That's- are soap stars in real life. So, just the way that they're even talking, it just Aileen. feels like, "Oh my god, Eileen!" <laughs> <laughs> so, she's, ah, it's just so she's good. Insane. Yeah, I mean, I know so, that he- you loved watching uh, Joe Joey Gorga have his like dramatic discussion <laughs> with his father or conversation yes. with his father. What were your thoughts? And when I wrote every single word that they said to each other as things started to escalate between Rena and Kim and Mm -hmm. it really is just fucking amazing so what did you think about them
1: so not i I don't exactly remember everything that they said um i did remember like right as soon as eileen started speaking i was like this bitch thinks she's living in a soap opera (laughs) even though she goes how dare you nobody talks like that (laughs) eileen um and then so you know because we've been talking about like the TV show production aspect of mm-hmm. it versus real life or whatever. I was looking at it through that lens and I was just thinking about the people who are also dining at that restaurant, right? <laughs> so it's obviously a setup, yeah. but like like what do you think Bravo's anticipation was of the dinner? Did they expect it to get this crazy because it was uncomfortable?
0: Yes, it was absolutely uncomfortable. I don't think that Bravo's ever expecting it to get that crazy, but as years have gone by bravo has you can tell when they go out to dinner tables around the where the women are dining are usually empty there's usually yeah. not a lot of people but like they're don't, it's not always perfect On Real houses of potomac two years ago there was a fight at a like a barn slash like a wine barn mm-hmm. where somebody leapt over one of the barrel tables and pulled a girl's weave and it got <laughs> real it was recorded by the people who were also there enjoying the wine barn so like that that's the kind of stuff that they've like tried to avoid because they don't typically it's always bravo's always like oh we don't condone condone you know violence and stuff but it's like you also got famous from you know teresa flipping a table so i don't think that's always true but i don't think that they were expecting that because these women are also like jet lag like they had just been traveling for like 14 hours. So I don't think anybody was expecting this to happen. But the conversation starts with Lisa talking. Actually, it starts with Yolanda talking about her daughter's UI. They start talking about alcohol in general, sobriety. And Rena shares this very emotional story about her sister who had overdosed and she gets very sad. And then she looks at (laughs) she's saying this and Kim is staring like darts into her face. And Rinna apologizes, but she says the classic Bravo apology, which is a non-apology. She says, if I ever got into your business, I really apologize. <laughs> and Kim is like, you did get into the, my business and we have already talked about it. You did. And we talked about it. And Kim says she's been sober for three years. And for the last three years, she has never really behaved in a way that was erratic enough for other people to come to her except for the one night on a poker night, which we get a flashback to. She admits that she was acting uh, unusual because she had taken medication for pain and ended up in the hospital after anyway because it just like didn't do well with her. And Mm -hmm. she said, if you were really concerned, then you and Eileen would have come to me directly rather than going around and talking to people about me. Mm -hmm. So Lisa says, I'm concerned about you. And Kim says, oh, I'm concerned about you, first of all. I'm concerned about you and your situation at home. <laughs> and everyone's mouth is wide open. Rinna's eyes are just massive. Kim- but that's, uh,
1: that could also just be how her eyes are after all the plastic <laughs> surgery. <laughs>
0: yeah. Are you familiar with Lisa, Rinna? Yeah,
1: I remember LA Law. I remember oh, her LA she was
0: LA on LA Law?
1: I believe so. Well, either on LA Law or... Um, she was also no on Days Rose of Place. Our Lives. Was she? I don't yeah. remember. Her, uh, she was the
0: original was. Um, hope. hope. No, she was Billy, maybe. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Because yeah. Hope is Hope.
0: Hope is Hope. You don't. You don't.
1: don't. <laughs> Kristen Alfonso. I know her name. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't mess up Fancy Face for anybody else. No. Yeah.
1: Hope and <laughs> Bo. That's a that was a great summer that we had. I would say summer 97.
0: Yeah, but I think it was multiple summers for me. I think it continued. It was summer of
1: 97 for me. I remember that because I played freshman football for four days. <laughs> and then the rest of the summer, I watched Days of Our Lives. With
0: your little sister. Yeah. With your 12-year-old sister. Also, um, you know, Rinna and Eileen are both the Days of Our Lives actresses. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, everybody's just shocked that Kim would say your situation at home. So like everyone's intrigued. Kim says, you want to bring up my stuff? Let's talk about your home life. And Eileen (laughs) interjects with Kim. And Kim says, excuse me, I'm not talking to you. And Eileen says, well, I'm talking to you. And Kim says, looks at Lisa and says, we're all talking about it. We're all talking about it. And Eileen says, shame on you. (laughs) My favorite thing about Eileen is that she's always like upset and kind of whispering like this. Kim says to Eileen again, I'm not talking to you. And Eileen says, and I'm talking to you. And Kim, this is my favorite part of this entire thing. Kim says, shut your fucking mouth. I've had enough of you, you beast. (laughs) And Eileen says, beast, how dare you?
1: <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Cause when uh Kim said it originally, I was like, did she call her a beast? And then I <laughs>
0: <laughs> So good. You came into my home. And Kim says, "And I apologized." And Eileen says, "Actually, you didn't. You didn't apologize, actually." And Eileen and Kim says, "I don't like you." And Eileen says, "Well, guess what? I don't particularly like you either. I can't <laughs> find one damn thing to like about you at the moment. I love the way Eileen talks. I just yes. love it. It's so, you know, you know what? We had an altercation at the at the JetBlue terminal, as you might remember, yes. and I lost my shit." And um, I wish that I had the ability to talk like Eileen Davidson. Like, I think that if I was assertive in a way that Eileen is being right now at the JetBlue, yeah. they may have let us on the plane.
1: No, I don't know. Like, to just the, like the, uh, again, just a tinge of condescension.
0: Yes.
1: Which, as you know, does it for me.
0: But I don't know if like that's something that only white women can like tap into.
1: That's the other thing. Maybe it is.
0: Like I'm too poor. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, And Kim says, I've never found one thing to like about you. Not your hair, your face or your attitude. (laughs) And then Kyle interrupts because Kyle's like, Kim, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? Why are you behaving this way? And Kim says, Kyle, shush up, which like really <laughs> upsets Kyle. Kyle is exasper- exacerbated. Is that is that the right word? Exact no, exasperated. Yeah. <laughs> the edible has entered the chat. Okay. <laughs> so Kim says, You should have set, said right in the beginning, I am three years, she is three years sober. I've talked to them on the plane. And when I turned to talk to them on the plane, you were you were like this and she does <laughs> A great Kyle impression because Kyle yeah. from the beginning has been that way where anything intense is happening. Kyle puts her hands up behind her, or like in front of her face and just kind of like hides. So Kim does like a Kyle impression, which really upsets her. And Kyle is like, you want me to defend this? How can I defend this? And Kim says, you've never defended me. Brandy defends me more than you do. Kathy <clears throat> Kathy would never act like this. Kathy would have my back like a real sister. Are you familiar with Kathy, Kathy Hilton? Hilton? Yes. Yeah. Paris's mother.
1: Yes. So that's how I know I think that's how I learned I I knew about Kyle before she was even on the show. Mm. Cuz when Paris Hilton was coming out, I think back in like 2000, like the early mm-hmm. 2000s, mm-hmm. Kyle, I think I saw uh, an interview of hers on like one of these like Access Hollywood type shows. Yeah.
0: Who would even care about Kyle? Kyle had a completely different face.
1: Yeah, so as like from what I recalled of the Beverly Hills, I used to think that I liked Kyle. Yes. But based on this one episode, she is a piece of
0: shit. Horrible. She's a Complete- horrible piece of shit.
1: Yes. Like as even as, you know, just as a sister, right? Yeah. Like you know, first of all, I don't know I don't know how appropriate it is for somebody Um, in kim's situation to be on tv yes, right but then kyle is on the she's on the series and a big part of her storyline is her sister's sobriety yes
0: yeah for a long time that's what it was on the show i mean her ability to even be on the show was kind of like it was kind of funny when she was on because when she joined, like, we only know her as Kyle Richards from Real Houses of Beverly Hills. I don't, I think if they wanted to, they could talk about how I guess she used to be on like Little House on the Prairie and she was on um, the Halloween movies. Like she was a child mm-hmm. star, but she had stopped being a child star for a long time. Kim also had stopped being a child star, but Kim was a bigger, much, much bigger child star than Kyle mm-hmm. was. And, They were on the show as sort of like that was their deal. Is like, oh, these two like child star sisters. But like if Kim wasn't on the show, then Kyle would have just been like a random like it would have just been like Kyle is this like, you know, sad little sister of two very famous girls. And that's what that would have been. And so Kyle has used Kim to even get her spot on this show. And then she for years, years, that was her storyline was Kim. And Kim's sobriety. It's horrible.
1: They both got on the show together at the same time? Yes.
0: You just sounded like Yolanda.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to show you the windmills.
0: The windmills. She kept saying windmills. So anyway, yeah, Kyle is horrible. Kyle is absolute shit. Uh, She says that she can't uh, defend this behavior. And she's now yelling at... Kim's now yelling at Kyle. Kyle. And then Rena chimes in and she said, It's not okay to talk to your sister or anyone like that. And Kim says, You don't understand our relationship. And Rena says, No, this is not okay to talk to anybody like this. Your behavior is not okay. And then Kim says, My second favorite line of this entire dinner, which is, Really? Why don't you have a piece of bread and maybe you'll calm down a little? <laughs> and then is that's that a diet when. Thing? Yeah, everybody's like, whoa, no, Kim, no, no, how dare you, no. Eileen is like, shame on you, you're disgusting, Kim.
1: (laughs) Fucking (laughs) Eileen.
0: And then Yolanda interjects because it is her dinner. She says, look. I know that this is sensitive to you, but Rena came to me about her brother's-in-law. She talked about her sister and her own husband, who's only been sober for three years, at which point Kim says, let's talk about the husband. Hmm." (laughs) And Rena says, excuse me, did you say let's talk about the husband? And Kim says, let's not talk about what you don't want out. And she does like a shrug, which is great. And Rena says, you know what? Don't. Ever touch my husband? Don't you ever go near my husband? And then she lunges at Kim's throat.
1: Yeah. What's the backstory there? What Do about you know who
0: Rena's husband is?
1: Yeah, Harry Hamlin. Yeah, LA Law. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, he was also on LA Law.
1: Well, I, feel I think like you're I just for-
0: putting all of these people on LA Law.
1: I know for sure he was on LA Law. He was a big star.
0: I know who. I mean, obviously, I know Harry Hamlin from also Mad Men. Clearly.
1: Yeah. But that's later.
0: Yeah. He was on LA Law. Who else was on Law? Yeah, he LA was the
1: main star.
0: Okay. Susan
1: Day, I believe.
0: Susan Day, yes.
1: Corbin Burnson. Ben- Cor- Corbin Benson? Burnson? Corbin
0: Burnson, yes. Uh, yes. The black
1: dude was Blair um, Underwood. Blair Underwood, yes.
0: Jimmy Smith's also on it. Of course, yes. No Lee, no Lisa Renna on LA Law. So
1: she was on Melrose Place.
0: Yes. Was she?
1: Okay. I'm pretty sure she was on one of those like shitty shows.
0: <laughs> you were talking about L.A. Law a lot because you clearly loved it. I did. Yeah, it was like the one show that we did watch in the early '90s in Saudi, right?
1: Yes, it used to. It started um, uh, syndication in Saudi Arabia, heavily censored.
0: Yeah, but we still watched it. Like, ooh.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we I don't think we ever fully understood the storylines because it was just <laughs> cut out in the middle.
0: <laughs> just like
1: the old uh, Full House episodes.
0: What did they cut out of Full House?
1: Any sort of kissing. Any really? sort of kissing, any sort yeah, any sort of affection.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, the Full House episodes were like six minutes long. Oh my God, you're right. That's everything. why
0: they were so short. We got extra yes. time of like America's Home Videos.
1: Exactly. Yeah. When oh, we wow. when we came, when we visited in 93 and I saw DJ kissing Steve, I was like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the backstory here with Harry Hamlin is we don't know. Um, there's been a lot of speculation on the internet, but there are some rumors that Harry Hamlin may have paid off a person who he sexually assaulted in the what? 80s or 90s. Yes. Oh, no. And that Lisa Rinna was um very much a part of that um pushing this person to take a deal and um they may that have yet
1: not, um- that is not fun at all.
0: No, no, that's there's terrible. nothing fun. Yeah, no, no, there's nothing fun there. That's been a long-standing rumor there. But I mean, it could like in Beverly Hills, when you say don't talk about the husband, it could be literally anything. Your husband slept, sleeps with other people. Your husband yeah, harassed someone. Your husband could be an alcoholic. Your husband could be a cokehead. Like it could be literally anything. It could be your husband doesn't love you and he lives somewhere else. Like it yeah. could be anything. But just the mention of Harry Hamlin makes Lisa Rinna lose her mind. She lunges at Kim's throat and Kim says, everybody will know what you don't want them to know. Everyone will know. And Lisa picks up a wine glass and she throws it. It's a whole thing. But it's important to note that Kyle Richards at this point does everything in her power to bring the attention back to herself.
1: Yes. I was like, immediately she's making it about herself. Oh, God, she's so (laughs) hateful.
0: oh yeah i'm so, so glad i'm so glad because a lot of people don't understand why we hate kyle so much oh my god okay she's horrible Even later in the
1: episode i'm sure we'll get to it but uh.
0: oh ugh, ugh. the worst so like everybody and ends up like running outside because kyle goes outside then everyone's like comforting Rina and kyle because kyle's just making this about herself and kim yeah. says Rina continues to lie about me. All I was going to say was the truth about her husband. And Kyle just keeps being like, how can I defend this behavior? You're putting me in such a bad situation. Your behavior is indefensible. The only person who's there for Kim is Brandy because everybody else is just huddling and hugging Rina and Kyle. And Kyle continues to just make it about herself. And everyone's like. Oh, you poor thing, that you have to deal with this like basket case of a sister. Like she's so horrible. Oh, you poor thing. I see how much you have to care. And Kyle's like, now everyone's gonna hate me because like I'm just like not gonna look good, look like a good sister. And like she's now I'm the asshole, and it's like you are the asshole.
1: One hundred percent. One hundred
0: percent. She's the worst. I um, think
1: you're my Kyle.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. <sighs> <I> was <joking. laughs>
1: that pause is way too long
0: i know i know i know um yeah it's just it's super sad it's like super sad that like him has to be one brought on the show to be kyle's storyline then continue to brought on the show and kyle just like does not defend her at all continues to be like oh i can't defend you you're so erratic and so crazy i just like can't defend you and almost like if i was in kim's position i'd say you literally brought me on the show to make an ass out of me and use me yeah. and then just like for what for what reason like what are we getting out of this and and it is crazy because kyle is one of the most well-known housewives like in the entire bravo sphere she's like a super beloved super famous real housewife
1: Ugh.
0: i know love her People love her. People love her. I and just, Kyle has burned every strong bridge that she had on the show. First, it was mm-hmm. her sister, <clears throat> burnt, gone. Then it was Lisa Vanderpump. She and Lisa Vanderpump do not talk at all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know. Shocking. How do you feel about Lisa Vanderpump?
1: Um, I was always into her sexually.
0: Okay. Um, if she was a lady, I feel like... I feel like if she gave you, like, an ounce of attention, you would be like, oh, my God, I could talk to you for hours.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because she's, I'm like, sure she well into
0: a- her 60s. She says she's what, in her sixties,
1: and, and she's had – lo- she's lived a lot of life from what yes. I understand. Yes.
0: Right? Yeah. I feel like she's been alive for 100 years.
1: Yeah. And there is something – Like vampire ish about her.
0: Yes. And also, Lisa Vanderpump famously loves um, a broken bird. She loves to like talk to people who are, we'll say, beneath her and like really create a bond. She loves to like take people under her wing. So if like she was to talk to you and like hear about like an ounce of your life, she'd be like, oh, darling, come live in my house.
1: This is what needs to happen now. (laughs) This is the reason why I brought on this podcast.
0: get lisa vanderbump to adopt you yes
1: i mean our mother is still alive
0: i mean we'll sneak her in there she could be i don't know lisa's maid (laughs) i'm so fucked up oh my god anyway um yeah kim just explains to everybody who the only people who come to kim are brandy and yolanda and she says to them like yolanda's like well you can't talk about her kids or her husband And Kim is like, she may not have said anything about my kids, but when you talk about my sobriety, it affects my family. And that to me makes so much sense considering – the shit that Kyle pulls later on at the Weed Cafe, it, in oh. this moment, nobody can understand why Kim gets so upset about the fact that they keep bringing up her sobriety as the topic of conversation, as a storyline. Because this is also a thing that happens in Beverly Hills—they hold on to a bone and they will not drop it. Like they will drag that shit the entire season. So it seems like they were all going into the season being like, "We're going to talk about Kim's addiction. That's going to be our mm-hmm. storyline." And Kim's like, I don't want you guys to keep talking about it because this is going to affect my family. It's going to affect my kids. Yeah. My kids are going to be hurt. And it's insane because the next day, so so this all happens. They all kind of separate. They go into their own quarters. And it seems like no one's going to talk to each other. The very next day, Kim shows up at Lisa Rena's door and says basically the same thing again to her for like the fifth time and suddenly rena's like okay i get it i was like what
1: so do you feel there was producer intervention there because they had like activities planned
0: yes i think so i think the producers were like if we can keep them together we could potentially get another explosive fight so Mm -hmm. let's try that let's give it one more go like Beverly Hills producers are infamous for jumping in and trying to make things happen. So I definitely think that there's some level of that, of them being like, okay, let's just get the ladies together one last time. And if they get along great, if not, they'll get another explosive fight and that's content for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was sad. I actually felt bad for Kim.
0: Yes. I felt felt like she was
1: again being paraded out there just because they wanted to keep the group together.
0: Yes. Yes. So but that's also confusing to like Kim and um sorry to Kyle and Eileen. Eileen wants an apology, probably for calling being called a beast. <laughs> Are you going to add that to like your insults?
1: I am texting that to you right now. <laughs> we don't we really don't say beast enough.
0: I know we don't.
1: Is there an Urdu word that we use? John that would be comparable. no, John for his animal.
0: Manhoose? uh beast. What is a what is Manhoose again? Isn't it uh, Ricky Tiki Tavi? Isn't that what... <laughs> not that what manhuus is?
1: <laughs> uh, no, that's a mongoose.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 what's <Whoopsies. laughs>
1: oh manhus means the wretched
0: oh okay i googled it and manhus in english in google translate means odd me which is man so that can't be right no that's not right that's not right um what's beast what's beast in urdu
1: it actually came up as genre but I yeah, doesn't sound right.
0: i just yeah i don't think that there's like a we have much more colorful insults and in or yes, that yes. we don't really need beast. Oh, I mean, even in English, we've got colorful ones, but we should start calling each other beasts more. <laughs> I should call my our older brother that next time he pisses me off. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Shut up, you beast! Beast!
1: <gasps> beast!
0: How dare you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I' able to start speaking like that. <laughs> I don't particularly like you right now.
0: (laughs) I can't find one damn thing to like about you. (laughs) Anyway, the ladies ride bikes and they eat yummy cakes.
1: No, this is my, the the bike thing is (laughs) incredible because they're like in downtown Amsterdam. And then Yolanda's like, oh, I wanted to show you the windmills right yeah. and then like they like they do like a quick cutaway as if these hens actually rode their bikes <laughs> 25 miles outside the city
0: didn't even think about like that? somebody put
1: that shit in a van <laughs> drove it out there
0: i didn't even think about that they really did make it look like she's just the like she looks around
1: that. like oh I want to show you the windmills like they're right there they're
0: not <laughs> Yeah, she really made it look like yeah. they rode their bikes to the farm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know who would ride their bike all the way to the farm? I do. Kathy Wakili. <laughs> Kathy Wicilli would get on, like, whatever super highway is in Europe. <laughs> she would drive it out to the suburbs. <laughs> uh. So they go and eat yummy cakes. Now, are you familiar with the fact that Yolanda's daughter is a Gigi Hadid?
1: Yes, I know of the okay. Hadids.
0: Are you into Gigi?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm oh. into the other one, too. What's the other one's name? <laughs> it's
0: so funny that you called her <laughs> the <laughs> other one. Because that been a running joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you called her the other one. Real. You understand. <laughs> that's the joke that oh. everybody who listens to watch a that's what they call it they the, the watch a Crappens guys called it the fact that like she only cares about Gigi, and so she just calls her kid the other one and the other other one <laughs> bella bella hadid
1: bella she's got a
0: brand new I, face though oh really uh, i'll say this yeah
1: bella better looking i think bella is hotter than Gigi.
0: well that's because she's got a brand new face
1: Oh, okay. Well, I've always been more uh, favorable to brunettes anyway. That's not true ladies. at all.
0: <laughs> You're just saying things. That's not true. You were with a blonde for a long time. You hear that, ladies? <laughs> anyway. Um, uh,
1: oh boy. When's this recording over?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> they go to a weed cafe. And Kim is Before the weed cafe, yeah. Yeah. Before,
1: like, they're talking about it. Oh, maybe Kim shouldn't go. Of course she shouldn't go. She's an addict, you assholes. Yes,
0: yes. And Kim herself is like, "Um, yeah, I'm going to sit this one out, right? (laughs) So when they all meet in the lobby to go to the cafe, Kyle is surprised that Kim didn't (laughs) come. She's like, what? Kim's not here? What? Why? And then she tells us in a confessional, it's best that Kim doesn't come. And it's not because it's Kim needs to be sober. It's because (laughs) Kyle is upset with her. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Kyle is horrible. She's so horrible. And then they go to this weed cafe and Kyle and Lisa and everybody act like they've never had pot. It's (laughs) so annoying. Ugh. And Brandy's like, I don't want to be high around these women, and they're all pretending. Like, I I cannot stand a person who like doesn't do these things, and then gets into a space and is like, "Oh, I'm I'm contact high." No, you're not. Shut up. And then Brandy's
1: Kyle, like pretending like she's never like rolled a joint before. She's she's like, like, "Is this this how you do it?" it?" Yeah.
0: Okay, mind you now, Kyle's husband, Mauricio, is the pothead of Bravo every Probably. single sh- every single season now, th- the running joke is like anytime Mauricio's on camera, his eyes are bloodshot. he looks like chi Chong. like <laughs> it's not even it's not even hidden and she jokes about it and it's like, okay, now that it's legal, I get you want to talk about it because it's legal, but like it wasn't like Mauricio just decided a couple years ago when it became legal that he was gonna become a podhead. No. I don't know.
1: No, they've all been doing it.
0: Yeah. And that's why Kyle says – every, or that's why Brandy is like everyone's pretending like they've never smoked pot before. In fact, the last time I smoked pot, I was with you. So let's not act like we're angels. And Kyle's like, well, I'm not saying it because of my children, Brandy. And I, I want to bring attention to that because when Kim is trying – For like three episodes to get them to stop talking about her sobriety because Mm -hmm. it's going to hurt her children, they don't seem to fucking get it. But when Kyle says, you talk about dangerous stuff about people so that you can throw things out there and you're, you're," she calls Brandy dangerous because she says that Brandy does things to be malicious and to hurt people. And it's like, but you do the exact same thing and you do it to your sister. It's so fucked up. Also,
1: she says that she doesn't want to talk about herself smoking pot because of her children while she's being filmed for a TV show where she's ingesting marijuana. Like, what is the.
0: Yes. You know? Yeah. So that's why she's like, oh, I don't want to be paranoid. You guys, it's not going to be fun. And Brandy's looking at her like, why are you acting like you don't do that? And then when they leave the place, Lisa Vanderpump says to Brandy, you can't say things like that, darling. And Brandy gets really mad for good reason because she's like, so everybody can always talk about how we all do things and I do things and Kim does things because you think that that's just fine. But you, we can't ever talk about what you guys do. You can't ever talk about what's going on with you. I mean, previously in previous seasons, there was a rumor that Mauritio was cheating on Mm -hmm. Kyle. And mm-hmm. it was a whole thing about it being brought up on camera because they always want to control the information that comes out about them. But they always will every season pick a person or two and drag their personal business out on camera to be asked. Now, who?
1: Horrible. Now who's a person who's, you know, picking and choosing what to talk about? Is it the actual cast members or is it the producers?
0: Oh, it's the actual cast members. So. It wasn't very evident back then, like at this point of the season. I think the the next season is when it becomes very evident that they do this. Because it's amazing. The next season after this one, Yolanda has um, Lyme's disease. And Lisa Rena s- starts to talk about how maybe Yolanda has Munchausen by proxy. Oh, no. Yes. And – it comes out that Lisa Vanderpump wanted to talk about that on camera, but she coaxes people to bring these things up on camera for her so that that can be the storyline for the rest of the season. And she can get to like just be the sniper on the side. But guess who does that the most? Kyle. Kyle does it the most.
1: Yeah. But now they're not talking.
0: No, they're not talking because they both do it. And Kyle just so got how- ahead of it and called her out.
1: Somehow uh, hearing uh, that uh, Lisa Vanderpump was this wretched manhoose uh, has uh, increased my attraction.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She loves to like, she, I feel like you would do great under Lisa Vanderpump's wing.
1: Under her tutelage?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm definitely Team Brandy and Kim this time around watching Mm -hmm. this. Who do you think was the MVP of this episode?
1: The MVP. I well I I know the person that I hate the most, which is Kyle. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if I wanna call Kim the MVP, Mm -hmm. even though she had the best burns. Because I just feel bad for her all the time. Like I don't feel like this is a person that should be on TV.
0: Yes.
1: You know? But um she brought the fireworks. I think I, it, it's either her or Lisa Rinna, right? Actually, no. What am I saying? Eileen, the maniac. <laughs>
0: yeah, you beast.
1: <laughs> beast.
0: It never gets old. It <laughs> never gets old. Sometimes, like. I will just come across the gif of her saying "Beast, how dare you!" and it just—I just like giggle about it for fifteen minutes. <laughs> her face—it goes back, like it's just so ridiculous and dramatic. It's amazing, uh, and it also yeah. seems like nonsensical in a, on a, at a table where like other more important things are being said, right? Like, Kim yeah. is defending the fact that you guys have been saying that she's a drunk. And that she's an addict and she's going to die soon. And like, even though Lisa Rinna's reaction is crazy, Lisa Rinna is reacting to being talked about like her husband or potentially her eating disorder, whatever. Like, Eileen is incensed (laughs) about being called Beast. And that is so funny. Beast? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But did you enjoy this episode?
1: i did but i was thinking of what i would you know if i would watch an entire season Mm -hmm. and i think it would be exhausting i think all of these women are exhausted yes it's too much
0: yeah first of all there's too many women
1: yeah there's yeah
0: yeah are you into brandy uh
1: i don't know if i should talk about people's physical features
0: okay
1: talking talking about (laughs) wanting to I. anyways um brandy has her face um always you know what it reminds me of? remember how in like the late 90s and early 2000s you could tattoo makeup on your face and it never looked good yeah her cheekbones look like they have tattooed makeup on
0: oh wow that's very specific she looks horrible now yeah she fucked up her face like really bad And she's a reason why Denise Richards is no longer on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Denise Richards was on the show? Yes. Oh, my God. I have to tell you this. So Denise Richards was on for two seasons. Her last season she wasn't on because she left. She decided not to come back because Kyle, Kyle Richards decided Mm -hmm. to bring Brandy on camera because now Kyle pretended like she and Brandy are best buds. She brought Brandy on camera for Brandy to talk about how Brandy and Denise Richards fucked. What?
1: <laughs> um, in a
0: room with her children present.
1: In a room with her ch- Wait, wait, why? Like, sl-
0: they were sleeping in the room. They were sleeping. Yeah.
1: Do you know, um, I don't know how much uh, background you got on Denise Richards on the show. Uh but um she was in a seminal movie called wild things
0: yeah okay real obviously that was like the big thing so What happened that season is Denise would always be – if her kids were around, she'd be like, hey, guys, like, just let's just, like, watch what we're saying around the kids, right, and their friends and stuff. And everybody was like, oh, whoa, okay, I thought this was the Wild Things house. I thought – and it was like just because she played that person on TV or was married to Charlie Sheen doesn't mean that she wants to continue to have that around her kids, right? Yeah. So she talks to the girls about, like, I didn't really like the way that you guys were talking about, like, sex and stuff around my daughter – whatever. So then suddenly they bring brandy into the mix and say, "Well, if you care so much about what's happening around your children, why did you fuck brandy with the kids sleeping right next to you guys or right near you guys?" And yeah, Denise is basically dri- like driven off the show because of She was of she was uh,
1: slut shamed off the show. She was
0: slut shamed off the show. She was slut shamed. She was kind of like it was kind of homophobic what they were doing. They were like, "Oh, you know, how can you hook up with Brandy?" And like they kept acting shocked that women like would sleep with each other. It's yeah, just it bizarre. Yeah. So that's upsets me. So that's yeah. It was very upsetting, but um
1: especially because the scene in in uh, Wild Things is yeah, also- it's
0: obviously yeah. Everybody knows real. You don't have to paint a picture. Okay. I can. I, you don't have to. Most of the people that listen to our podcast have probably watched Wild Things when it came out,
1: and have they uh, checked in with it every three months just to make <laughs> sure that the clip, that nothing has changed in the clip?
0: <laughs> oh, I missed this detail last time. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So that was that. That was this episode. Um, do you have a preference on a particular um franchise that you'd like to watch next?
1: Oh, next. Yeah. I don't know. What's good? What's Are we good? sticking with the housewives?
0: Oh, you wanna you wanna venture elsewhere? Do you wanna watch uh Sassy Schroeder slap Kristen Doughty oh, no, on Vandal Band Rules?
1: <laughs> oh, um
0: You know she got canceled, right? Who's Sassy? Yeah. What'd she do? Oh real. Oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> So a couple of seasons ago, Jax Taylor hooked up with this girl Faith at, um, at Sir, who was also an employee at Sir, and he was dating his now wife at the time, Brittany at the time, and he hooked up with her, and, and Faith thought that she might be pregnant, it was a whole thing, and they were horrible to Faith, whatever, later on also, Kristen and Stasi went online, but also on like a podcast and they talked about how there was a report about a woman stealing something like oh, there being a warrant uh, uh, out an arrest for a, a woman who stole something. And there was some footage about the woman that they were looking for. That woman was a black woman and oh. they made a bunch of phone calls. They talked about it <clears throat> like on a podcast, how they made a bunch of phone calls to their friends and this person and that person. And the military, like, all these phone calls were made to let them know that Faith was the person that did all of those, like, thefts. Why? Because Faith was a Black woman. Like, she looked... No. Yes! They literally thought this other Black woman that there was footage of was Faith. It was horrible. And, it- and they boasted about it. Oh so, yeah. So, in the height of the Black Lives Matter movement, Stasi Schroeder got canceled. And Kristen. I- and they got fired.
1: I've always felt, I've always gotten, like, uh, mini Bethany vibes from Stasi. Yeah, totally. Another one that thinks that she is bigger than the TV show.
0: Yes, correct. So, well, she got fired from the TV show. And now she made a book. She made a, a another, she wrote a book called, like, The Basic Bitch Guide to, I don't know, Being Basic, which is what she is. Wow. And now her she wrote a book called, um basic bitch guide to surviving rock bottom.
1: Oh, it's a series like RL Stein. Yeah. This is her goosebumps.
0: <laughs> the name of the book is called Off with My Head, and she's dressed like Marie Antoinette. And I was like, but that's not what? Oh. Marie Antoinette did not survive. <laughs> <Ugh>.
1: <laughs> I hate her so much. I hate
0: this so much. But I feel like I feel like you hate her, but but did your ex like Stasi?
1: um i don't think so i don't remember hmm. that when when i used to watch vanderpump rules mm-hmm. it was i think uh with Kristen. i think Kristen had slept with Jax, right yeah
0: that was amazing
1: and then and then they denied it for a long time and then yeah. there was i remember something about a text message or something like that yeah i don't remember what side i was supposed to be rooting for
0: I mean, the best thing about Vanderpump Rules was that like, they were all horrible people, but horrible people don't deserve bad things to happen to them. Like, Stassi was a terrible person, but it's not great that her best friend slept with her boyfriend. What? What?
1: Huh? I think the edible kicked in a while ago.
0: (laughs) All right, well, let's wrap this bitch up. Um, if you guys have any um suggestions, I was actually thinking about heading over to Atlanta.
1: Yeah, I I I think I like that that um like that.
0: there's an episode there's an episode where Nini Leaks hosts a party and it's famously known as the all white guys and Gay girls and gays seafood soiree never forget party. <laughs> I didn't even make that up. That's kind of what it's called. So That's I think we should watch game. that one. Yeah. Sure. All right, great. Okay, guys. Well, if you've enjoyed this, send your biodatas to my brother.
1: That's right. Uh you do not have to include a Polaroid.
0: Sight unseen.
1: <laughs> Sight unseen. <laughs>